That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. This is the moment where Dan disagrees with you. No, I, I actually completely agree. Oh, oh wow. Yeah, this you was had one, that You look. were like jumped. Yes, yeah, yeah. you were like, ready. I was like, I'm going to finish this point. <laughs> Yeah, I didn't I didn't interrupt and I think I lost my point. <laughs> this is the Buffalo Plus podcast brought to you by Connors and Ferris. All right, welcome back to a special edition emergency podcast of the Buffalo Plus podcast presented by Connors and Ferris. Mike Catalana, Dan Fates, I am Jenna Cottrell. Please be sure to like, comment, and subscribe. We're closing in on 30,000, and we always appreciate the support. All right, gentlemen. Very excited about that. Uh, breaking news today from the Bills on Tuesday as Buffalo officially hiring Bobby Babich as their defensive coordinator for this upcoming season. Babich guy who has been in Buffalo under Sean McDermott since 2017. Yeah. Mike, what do you think of the move? I think we saw this forming, yeah, right? Uh, Babich is a guy fair. they think highly <laughs> of. He was with McDermott in Carolina, comes to him with him to uh, Buffalo and did a great job in the secondary, moved to linebackers, popular coach. But when you saw Eric Washington leave to take a coordinator's job mm -hmm. in Chicago, mm -hmm. um, that was it opened my eyes a little bit to think, well, that's interesting. Maybe they weren't going to make a move, but then you hear that the Bills are interviewing Sean Desai, former Eagles coach, as coordinator. To me, at that moment, we knew the bills were looking to hire. Yeah. And I think you guys agreed. Yeah. If it was an internal candidate, it was going to be Bobby Babbage. He just seemed like that guy. Yeah. I guess I was a little bit surprised by it being Babbage. I guess young guy. I, I really, wasn't, it wasn't the first thing I thought of. I guess I'll just say that it made more sense when he got more defensive coordinator jobs, just because I didn't opportunities. Yeah. Mean? Yeah. I guess also I had, didn't really look at, I don't know how often you were looking at the staff going like, who's going to be the next defensive coordinator. I I, I don't, I, I remember when oh. we talked to him uh, last uh, time, uh, I thought, I, know, Jim. I remember us talking about yeah. that. This guy's got that. And there's people who talk about Al Holcomb and there's other guys on the staff yeah. that have more experience. But I thought if Sean McDermott was going to rely on somebody, uh, it just felt like there was a, obviously a connection coaching mm -hmm. yeah. and he's got that. He's got youth. He's got energy. Right. And look, they're going to be on the same page, certainly, Correct. in what McDermott wants. Um, the next step, Jenna, is, you know, what's his responsibilities going to be? Yeah, and I think we'll find that out as as the timeline continues on. But I will say to your point, I think when we talked to him during training camp, 
camp this past season where you talk about the energy, Mike, you could feel that and you see the progression of him Mm -hmm. in terms of what he's been able to do with the bills started as a secondaries coach, obviously was promoted to linebacker and you saw the success that every position had under him as a coach. So I think when you look at that and you look at how it is in the NFL, it's not who's arrived. It's who's coming up, who has the next opportunity and him being 40 years old. I think I wasn't like, Going into this offseason, it's going to be Bobby Babich as the defensive coordinator because I didn't think there would be a defensive coordinator considering what Sean McDermott did this past season. But then the tea leaves were when Eric Washington left. And I felt like, all right, you have Eric Washington leaving. There's a void in terms of assistant head coach, that type of thing. And then also with the interest that Babich was getting in terms of the Packers and the Giants as well as the Dolphins. So to me, it just made sense of here's a guy, here's a guy that you have you have bred like you have helped him why would you want to yeah. give up the experience that he has and the success that he's had and have him out now in another organization hit a, hit a sound effect any of them this is the moment where dan disagrees with you no i i actually completely agree oh, oh wow yeah this you was had what, that you were look. like jump yes, yeah, yeah you were like, ready i was like i'm gonna finish this point <laughs> yeah i didn't i didn't interrupt and i think i lost my point <laughs> <laughs> this oh my god wait this is what happens to me all the time. Or you talk so long, this? both of you talk so long that you, I get circle, on this? you circle into I my point anything. that I was going to make. Uh, That's okay. I was talking just about like, it's like when you go and you get another job, like you're in talks with your, your employer and then yeah. you have another job opportunity. Sometimes that forces someone's hand. Now, at the same Sorry. point, the bills could have been like, hey, you know, congratulations. Good well luck. earned. We'll see you out there on the other side. Oh, he found it. Got it. <clears throat> Okay. Got it. You talked about the timeline. I guess I do kind of disagree. Now that I think about it, this is perfect how this all worked out. We know him better than he knows himself. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I think part of it was to me, the timeline was Babbage was first getting interviews with the Giants, the Packers. Yes. And, and so you went like, oh, really? Like maybe then they were, and we were texting like, hey, if they want to keep Babbage, Eric Washington's kind of in the way. Of, yeah, of and depending, and we didn't know. I mean, they gave him the, you know. Exact. He's, he was an assistant head coach. It was all those things. And for people who maybe wouldn't notice it as much, uh, coordinators talk on uh, a Mondays. day of the week, on Mondays yeah. during the season. So it's the head coach and the two coordinators. Well, since McDermott was both the coordinator calling the defense and the head coach, it was Eric Washington every yeah. week. Yeah. So he was at least publicly yes. a version of a defensive coordinator. Yeah. And so, you know, that assistant head coach, which is what Leslie was before yeah. that assistant I, head coach is it's chief a, bartender. Correct. Okay. It's assistant to the regional manager. It, it means nada. Okay. So I guess that was where I, I looked at it. And I, and again, you looked at some of the other veteran guys and Al Holcomb, uh, uh, Washington, right. where I thought those would be guys that would get that opportunity before Babbage. Now, that being said, I love the move. And everybody that we have talked to, both sides of the ball really have so much respect for what he has done. And and what you see what he did with the, the safeties, all pros with Hyde and Poyer. Then Tremaine Edmonds has his best year. Matt Milano goes all pro. Terrell Bernard has a phenomenal season. Like All of those things make sense. And I think it will take some of the responsibilities off of the plate but it is going to be very similar. And they haven't said, obviously nothing has been said yet about who's going to call plays. I think I'd still like it to be Sean at this moment, but you are kind of, you talked about how the fact of like with players, they draft, develop, resign. Like you have 
signed this guy. You've promoted him through positions. You, you've mm -hmm. given him all these things. It, it does make sense to not let a guy like this go, especially in McDermott's system where the two most important positions are linebacker and safety. I don't get why you think you're disagreeing with us. Because you said the tea leaves were uh, when you saw it at training camp. I didn't still see those tea leaves. I just think you saw a guy that obviously was really well respected and still really young. So I think I I was like, all right, well, like obviously he had the makings of a defensive of a, coordinator. Yeah. I didn't know if it would be in Buffalo, but Honestly. I thought I thought I looked at that guy and I said, that's a guy that's that's going to be a defensive coordinator and maybe one day a head coach. That's it. If he was on the offensive side and he had walked by yeah, sure. Sean McVay one time in his life, he'd yeah. probably be he a head coach. He has the right amount now. of stubble as well. He really is. He's got an offensive coordinator stubble. Yes, he the really look, does. The eyes. He does. Yeah. He would have gotten a gig, but nice, yeah. you know, it's what ends up happening. Uh, I'm going to hit a sound effect. I'm going to disagree with Dan on this. I am going to make him the play caller because I'm going to give him the whole off season, all the installs. You still have Sean McDermott, who is a great play caller has been in his career there with him. It's not like you want oh, to be Andy Reed. You know, where Andy Reed, whether whatever they say about how the offense is called, it is a team effort. Some teams on offense have a run game coordinator, passing game coordinator, right? In a full offensive coordinator, they're all in on it. And then there's a system they use to call the plays. Believe me, Sean McDermott is not going to say, go ahead. I'm going to go have coffee. And uh, yeah. what, what was snack? What do you have? McDermott? Uh, scone. Raisin bran. He's not a scone Raisin guy. Bran. Oh, he would be a scone guy. He's not a scone guy. Mm. Too much flavor. Too much. <laughs> <laughs> He's not doing that and saying, it's all yours now, Bobby. Yeah. You, It's your defense. But I do think you made the point about taking something off the plate. I think it's the game day taking it off the plate. I think preparation, McDermott, would be fully in with him. Mm -hmm. But on game day, you're still involved. He's on the headset, mm -hmm. knows all the calls. Mm -hmm. But I think McDermott, I said to you guys, I do think there were moments he actually admitted I didn't hear this. I didn't see that. That's one, a lot for a head coach to even admit. And yeah. two, a little troubling, I would say, during a season. That's why I do love this move so much because it, I think it works out well for Babbage for a guy to get experience under uh, under Sean McDermott, mm -hmm. who has a phenomenal track record and his ability to call a defense. And then also to take some stuff off of McDermott's plate. What? I mean, no, no, no. no, no. We I, wanted you to finish because he can't wait. Yeah, I got to start writing things down because I'm doing a better job. I read the comments. We interrupt Jenna a lot. So I'm trying not you to. You guys do. There's times where I want to be like, can I finish a sentence? That's and why then we, I don't. even though Dan started, I tried to stop him. Well, you're distracting because I'm like, <laughs> I know we did. Mike, Mike, well, saw, like, well, I was like, Mike saw me flinch and he was like, see what I put up with. It's like a false start and uh, <laughs> yeah, encroachment. Yeah. We were trying Truly. To no, I, but my point is, I like this move a lot. I think it gives the opportunity for growth in one position and then also the ability to kind of focus more on the entirety of this Bills team as opposed to kind of having your head in the sand about the defense. That was my point. Don't be like that. <laughs> you guys are so that was good. annoying. Just, wait, wait, wait. Shut up. <laughs> Go Make your point. We talked about, again, the progression of seeing him as a guy and yeah. the, the young, vibrant, and the way guys respect him. To me, it felt a little bit like he was going to have to go somewhere else to get that step because it seemed like there were more experienced coaches in front of him or ahead of him. It kind of reminded me a little bit of Chad Hall, a wide receivers coach that was beloved by wide receivers, 
didn't get the opportunity to be an offensive coordinator. I think it seemed like he wanted to progress. So I thought he was going to have to go somewhere else to make that step. Happy that the Bills didn't let him go because I think I would much rather have a Bobby Babbage oh, okay, than yeah. an Eric Washington, in my opinion. Yeah. Well, Chet Hall also, too. I don't know if it applies because he made a lateral move to Jacksonville. Eric Washington feels lateral. Yeah, but he didn't have the title, even yeah. though he's not going to be the play That's caller. what I'm saying. And Bobby Babbage's players have improved under him. That's another thing. Got him. Got him. When you said Chad Hall, I was like, let Mike cook. Well, no, <laughs> only because I I, oh. I think he was. <laughs> You're so Now he's interrupting me. He's so distracted. I'm just, I, I didn't mean to be talking about Chad Hall here. I'm saying is. <laughs> I'm all over the board. Yeah, he was. No. <laughs> he was popular among the wide receivers. But in two of those seasons, guys you wanted to see progress to the next level didn't happen. Now, that's not all on the coach. Yeah. But defensively, I mean, those guys, I mean, look, look at, again, it's on Terrell Bernard as a worker, mm -hmm. as an athlete, all those things, progression into the second year. But damn, he yeah. came a long way. Some of that credit goes to the coach. Absolutely. Yes. And Go it's ahead. cool, I think, for... Ooh. Babbage, I'm going to jump in front of you. I just think that mentor aspect, we joked about it before, but I do think that's really important. Permission to be snarky? <laughs> Go yeah. ahead. When have you ever asked? <laughs> yes. Um, for the toxic culture that Sean McDermott has bred in, in Buffalo, <laughs> Yes, coaches seem to be staying. Yeah. And they want to be in that building. Crazy. Wild. I just think that's very interesting. Hmm. You are so good at the narrative game. But I, I just said my brain doesn't think like we that. We talked about it. And I said they just want to be around to see him fail. That's it. They <laughs> That's want, why they, they stay. want to be inside to crumble it from within because yes. they despise him, him so much. much. If they yes. have the opportunity, they yes. want to say we're going to get a close view of this. I'm going to sign for three more years <laughs> so I can see it happen. <gasps> that was good, Dan. Yes. That was, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it was a sale sprinkle of the salt. Yeah. No, I, I, I am excited to see what Babbage will do and kind of what he will develop and how, how this defense will look in addition to Sean McDermott. Michael? You, you. got you. So here's something I will say. Sean McDermott's been a great play caller. It wasn't all on him. Leslie mm -hmm. was in there before him, but it was obviously influenced by McDermott. Mm -hmm. The deciding games have not been great for the defenses. That's, that is that the is, playoff losses. That, that is, is correct. correct. <laughs> Have not been great. Yeah. This last one, reasons. Borderline excuses with yes. the problems they had, but against the Chiefs. The Bengals game, they got pushed around. Yep. Both years on the D-line. Both years on the D-line. Change isn't going to be a bad thing there. Okay, because they're going to need a D-line coach, and they're going to need a linebacker's coach. But, correct. Uh, you know, the loss... And the loss to, I would say, the loss to the Chiefs in the AFC Championship is a very different team. Mm -hmm. That was a lethal Kansas City offense. And the mm -hmm. loss in the in the game, obviously, the the game to, you know, the 13 seconds oh, oh. came and all that that went on. Uh, defense has not been what they've been in the regular season in those playoff losses. So, in fairness. I think you can add special teams to that, though, too. No question. But, but yeah, really, but, in that case. So, so yeah, in terms of a change, mm -hmm. just like we said, sometimes change can be good. And mm -hmm. I don't know. We're going to be at the Combine. That's only a few weeks away, maybe a little less than a month or right around a month. 
That may be when we know it's the worst. What McDermott <laughs> loves says. The combine. Combine's awesome. The combine's the best. That's when we'll know. Yes. I think because last year, like we said, it was like, oh, Sean and Brandon are going to talk. And next thing we know, Leslie's leaving. Uh, you know, he's taking a sabbatical, maybe to Miami. Very interesting. That would be interesting. And then Sean's talking about calling plays. And then Brandon's like, if Sean wants to do it, I'm all in. So was unique timing for that. Yeah. But now this is a month before. And and let's see. Let's see if we know but by then. We had talked about Leslie in Miami. He's interviewed there. Leslie in New York? Yeah, that's it's interesting, though. I don't know really what the dynamic was between the two coordinators in Buffalo. What I'm saying is the dynamic would be from Wink, who I don't think understood what the big picture was from what it from what it appears was that you're an overly aggressive defense where Dable's like, look at our offense, man. We can't blitz 75% of the downs. Leslie's much more of a bend, don't break defensive yeah, guy. Stay at that. home. If you're saying, hey, the defense, we just can't blitz on every down. He has, to, he has to have at least some relationship with Leslie. So you're saying if a head coach has an issue with a coordinator with a strong personality, it can cause a conflict if he the coach doesn't think that coordinator is working in concert that is with correct. what he wants. That is correct. That is correct. <laughs> I needed a little levity there. That um, would be interesting. I don't know. I just think it... But we haven't I heard wanted, that, right? I, I, wanted, I have not heard, heard that yeah. at all. I'm just and saying. That, I it, did, it, will say Joe Shane did say they should... I think his response was maybe by the end of the week. That's what he was saying in yeah, Mobile, the, down to the Senior Bowl. That they should have something. So by the time you watch this, and we may already know that the Giants have hired somebody. And I think it's also a, a massive... To have a coordinator that has head coaching experience, I think is massive for a coach that, that hasn't been a head coach long. While Dable has been around, and that's, we all know, I think that's fair, yeah. and we all know, let me look at the camera. I love Brian Dable more than certain members of my family. <laughs> I think to have somebody else that could help him weather the storm understands the pressure that comes along with it. Because I think that's one thing, I don't know how we ended up on Dable, but just the fact of understanding the pressure that comes around with being a head coach. Um, and coordinators would be helpful. You can get to Dable at any possible thing. Yeah. And there's right. going to be a podca podcast where you name those family members. Yes. <laughs> so that would be good. Be that would be electric. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You'd have to subscribe for that. Comment in on this video on if the you family want... members. <laughs> okay. <laughs> if you want Babbage to take over play calling duties, because I think that's the next big question yeah. is, and you want to know what, as I sat here and in, in Mike kind of convinced me. I'm with you. Well, because I, I, I believe like, you have a whole offseason yep. install everything to get him to what how whatever way that will manifest itself. But I'm manifest itself um, is important. But you've got you've got that whole offseason. But but I'm with you too. It's still McDermott's system. He knows multiple levels and layers of that system. Mm -hmm. And I think if you can have that fine balance between him calling plays and taking on the majority of it, but you also having your hand in the pot, I think I'd really like. Yeah. And by the way, when we talked about coaches hiring, um, yeah, linebacker is important, but I got to tell you, if you got Bernard Milano's healthy and Dorian Williams, mm -hmm. get him up to speed as that number one backup, you're in pretty good shape at yeah. linebacker. D line is going to be crucial. Because that line is going to change a lot. When you have talked about something that blew me away when we watched the the uh, championship Sunday, we didn't talk about it. 
the fact that Patrick Mahomes hadn't been sacked in his last four playoff games. Crazy. Yeah, like, that's unbelievable. Like, I, I know you can have good scheme and get the ball out quickly, but yeah, you have to cause some kind of pressure because we saw Disruption, the, super, the yeah. super Bowl that they struggled in. He ran for his life, and <laughs> we have seen Josh run for his life in a lot of those games. And in the Super Bowl last year when they played the Eagles, that defense had had the record of sacks for yeah. the year. And turf, as we say, they wouldn't have known. Change the cleats. Well, change the cleats. Yeah. It's, what do you think? The Eagles are the 49ers. They weren't going to be whining about how they lost the game. They lost the game. So as much as Dan can circle to Dable, you can circle to the Niners. Whiners. <laughs> Sorry. Whiners. 40 whiners. 40 whiners. All right. That anything else? Uh, I will say one last point. The NFL is better with Leslie Frazier in it. Yeah. What he has done. Like 100%. always love listening That's to that. That's a great man point, talk. Jenna. <laughs> anything else you want to say? <laughs> See, now you know. No, that was my Leslie Frazier. Oh. oh. Any question, any question that Leslie Frazier got asked. He's a sweet man. Would just say, you know what? That's a great question. It could be the dumbest. Trust me. And but he, he faced, always had a thoughtful faced, answer. And he faced a lot of dumb questions. <laughs> Who was, were you walking with me when I was, we were walking at camp and I said something to Leslie about, thanks for being good with the questions. Because some of them were really. Yeah. <clears throat> dumb. <laughs> Uh, and he just sort of laughed and he never really like agreed, yeah. even though you could tell by the look on his face. I was laughing with Dan. I said, we're going to get to combine. Leslie's going to be there. And all of a sudden he's going to be a different guy and he's going to be ripping everybody. That'd be awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think he has that. In his I body. know he's too nice. He's Super Bowl shuffle. Yeah. That's he it. He was thoughtful. I yeah. really enjoyed Played it. on that crazy Bears team. That's the equivalent of Ken Dorsey being the U quarterback. Yes. Leslie Frazier was on the, with the fridge. And Richard Dent and all those nuts in in uh, Chicago, that that is where he played. But he was a heck of a player too in the NFL. Definitely. All right, that'll do it for us. Please be sure to like, comment, and subscribe. Like we said, we're closing in on thirty thousand subscribing. Always helps us out so much. For Mike Catalana and Dan Fates, I am Jenna Cottrell. We will catch you next time here on the Buffalo Plus Channel, presented by Connors and Ferris. Buffalo Plus Podcast, brought to you by Connors and Ferris.